Are you ready? Go. It's time, time to separate the men from the boys. boys. Get down to the business of sport right here on the world-famous Ginger's Perspective. Hello and welcome to Football 2 Plus 3 right here on the Ginger's Perspective. And it has been a rather intriguing few days in the Barclays Premier League as we break this weekend for the FA Cup and a whole host of teams in action, including Manchester United. Um, they've got a match against Blackburn. I know Manchester City are also in action. And the relegation threatened Leicester City. Can you believe it? The champions of England, they're in serious trouble after their defeat at the weekend uh, to a fired up, shall we say, Swansea City. But they're up against Millwall and the FA Cup will be something that is a bit of a distraction, don't you think, Mo, at this point for a beleaguered manager in Claudio Ranieri? I think it's a welcome distraction um, considering that they beat Derby uh, they finally got some uh, goals this year, so I think it would be a, it, it would be a good run for them. In terms of where their heads are at, though, um, yeah, I suppose you, you make a valid point that it's a dis, it's a distraction and it's something that it just takes away from the pressure they feel in the Premier League at the moment. But at the same time, I, I get the feeling Ranieri would love to have just back-to-back Premier League games where he could just get those points required for safety. And yeah, that would help with their confidence. But I mean, Leicester City are just playing, I don't know what type of football, it's disjointed. Nobody seems to be interested. And I don't know if maybe Ranieri got it wrong at the beginning of the season by not signing more players and uh, sticking with the bunch because they don't seem hungry. They don't They don't look like they, they're interested in defending their title or even staying in the Premier League. Yeah, I think that's a big concern. Let, let's hear from Ranieri quickly, chatting to the BBC after that defeat to the Swans. Um, let's get his thoughts on, on where their focus is uh, going into what is still a very long way to go in the season. If they're to secure safety, because they still have FA Cup and they still have Champions League commitments. After this now, you've got FA Cup, then you've got Champions League. So it's a, it's a break from the Premier League. Do you welcome that at this stage? No, look, our mind is on the Premier League, the FA Cup, the, the, the Champions League is something different. We want, uh, we want to play well, we want to be safe in the Premier League. Our target, our aim is to stay in the Premier League. So Ranieri is basically saying that Premier League safety surpasses any other commitments they've got at this stage. Mo, in terms of the, the points required to survive, you think 40 is going to be too much? You think it could be lower, maybe a 36 even, uh, for the Leicester to see out that sort of safety mark, if I can put it that way? I think 40 is going to be, uh, it's going to be too high for them. Considering we're in February, they haven't scored a goal at, uh, in the Premier League this calendar year. And I mean, goals win matches. I mean, if they were losing like by 2-1 or the odd, you know, 1-0, I mean, they're just being battered by everybody. So I think 40 might just, it might be far off. Uh, but I think they might, may just pull it off. They may just pull a great escape and, and stay in the Premier League. Yeah, we, don't, we actually don't want Leicester City to go down. I mean, it's only once before that happened in the history where Manchester City were champions and then relegated. And that happened a long time ago. So let's hope City stay up. But I must say, though, at this point, I think Hull could survive. 
Uh, and we could see other teams dragged into the mess. I mean, at this point, Sunderland for me and Palace are definitely gone. I think Swansea are starting to get ahead of momentum at just the right time. And under Marco Silva against Arsenal, Hull enjoyed over 50% of the possession. We just feel there's a steeliness about the Tigers at just the right time of the season. Yeah, he's got the players' confidence back. I mean, they managed to pick up a draw at Old Trafford, which isn't uh, uh, very easy. They beat Liverpool comfortably. And they, I mean, the Arsenal result wasn't a bad performance. They were outclassed, outperformed. I mean, they put on a good show. They might, they might uh, save themselves. But, I mean, Middlesbrough also in that whole relegation fight. I mean, they've got to be careful. They don't pick up many more wins. Uh, they're going to also find themselves right down in there. Yeah, because Borough, you tend to tend to find that they don't want to lose games, so they play a very conservative style of football. They try not to concede goals, but that's not going to get you three points. It's going to get you a draw here and there, but they're going to need more than just draws to get themselves to that safety mark, which, as you say, will be below 40 points. But let's touch on Arsenal. Uh, interesting one. I think Arsene Wenger's critics are still... Um, baying for his blood or baying for his resignation but interesting Martin Keown the England and Arsenal legend says that the club isn't ready for his departure it's really interesting let's hear from Martin Keown now and, and get his his thoughts on, on, on Arsene Wenger and why he says that uh, it is a case of the club not being ready for Wenger's departure just yet Channing to the BBC this is what he had to say this has been a manager that's achieved many great things mm. What he has to decide now is, has he come to the end of the road in terms of his managerial qualities that he's got to offer? I do feel if he were to go now without any succession, succession plan management from the club, it would be too soon. I don't think the board are yet ready or this club is ready for him to leave. Do you, do you agree with that statement? I don't think so, because what is he saying? That Wenger is bigger than the club. I mean, no, no manager is bigger than the club. Arsenal... Well, will be there long after Arsene Wenger's gone, and they've been there long before he ever came in. The thing is, you know, I think his time is up. You know, he's done wonders for the club on a strict budget. You know, when they built their new stadium and all of that, he's brought through a lot of players. But the thing, he's not achieving what the club can can do. I mean, they should win the Premier League at least a couple of times. And in the last 12 years, they haven't done it. They should progress further in the Champions League. But in the last few years, they only get to the round of 16. I mean, they're better than a fourth place team. I mean, and they can achieve more. It would maybe just a change in manager. And I mean, you've even got calls for Terry Henry to come in and replace Arsene Wenger at the end of the season. What do you make of that? I mean, really, I mean, Arsenal's a big club. You're telling me they don't have a succession plan. I can't believe that. I mean... They surely know who they want to take over and when they want them. They, they, these are big businesses. I mean, they they have plans in place. Yeah, I would think that it's a strange comment. Arsenal at this point got their three points, although it was a dubious three points with the two goals from Alexis Sanchez. Um, talking about other results, uh, Manchester City uh, finally have sort of, it looks like they've shaken off a little bit of nerves that they've been suffering. Uh, Pep Guardiola can't lose more hair because he doesn't have many. Uh, strands left on his uh, rather shiny pip but I think the, the the big concern for them is the fact that Jesus is now out which could be for the rest of the season with that metatarsal injury yeah it looks like he's out for the season um, it's disappointing I mean he came in he, he was a breath of fresh air he gave Aguero a, a run for his money and um, 
you know, he's he, he'll be missed. But I mean, he, they, they've got a decent uh, uh, replacement in Aguero. I mean, he, he's he's Mr. Premier League. He gets you 20, 25 goals a season, and that will be good for him. What it means, though, is all of a sudden Chelsea's lead isn't quite the 12 points they were hoping for when they went to Turf Moor, is it? It's now eight points with what's a roughly 11, 12 games left in the season. Um, we know that City have, have um, FA Cup commitments this weekend. Um, but I think City will be going, OK, we still have a shout here. The title uh, is not going to Stamford Bridge just yet. It's not cast in stone. Nah, it's casting stone. Yeah, you I mean, think so? <laughs> uh, you still got to deal with champions because they're still in it. Chelsea don't have that worry. Um, so they only Chelsea are only playing on two fronts, you know, on the, the Premier League and the FA Cup. And uh, I think it's still done and dusted going to Chelsea. It's now all about you know the remaining spots, second, third, and fourth, who will get those Champions League places. And that's the brilliant part of it is that. Every week it changes, you know, City will drop a point here and then Spurs are back in it and Spurs will drop points like they did against, uh, um, what was it? Liverpool. Liverpool, yes. Yeah. I forget their name. You know. I can understand why you don't. <laughs> uh, yeah, so every week it changes and the same like with the relegation zone. Every week it's someone's climbing out and another one's dropping in and that's why we just love the Premier League. I mean, it's so unpredictable and and fantastic for from a fan's point of view. Yeah, the script writers have a sick sense of humour, if you ask me, the Premier League script yeah. writers. In terms of uh, Chelsea now and, and uh, getting a little bit exposed against Burnley, um, you know, I think, as you say, they still um, have plenty quality in the ranks. I know that you drafted an Eden Hazard into your fantasy and it didn't quite pay off, as uh, did keeping Costa. But in terms of a fantasy week, looking ahead to not this weekend because it's FA Cup, obviously, but the following week, who should we be looking at? Do you stick Alexis Sanchez in the mix? Do you stick with him, or do you do you draft him out? What do you do? Well, look for the next week. The only advice I can tell you is, you know, don't put in any Man United or Man City players or Southampton or Arsenal because none of those four are playing. Exactly. So you you may want to look at bringing in a, a few more Chelsea players. I wouldn't go with Tottenham players. I'd be worried right now because, I mean, Spurs, they're going to go, they got to play Stoke. And, you know, I'm worried that they, they seem to be burning out. Eh? If you look at that Liverpool result, okay, fair, you know, they lost because that Ben Davis got exposed horribly in defence. He had a nightmare. He had a nightmare. I mean, it's scary what, what Sadio Mane was doing to him. But, uh, so I would look at maybe bringing in Chelsea players. I don't think they'd ever repeat. Uh, they, I mean, I don't think Swansea will, will get the better of them. They won't drop points in a row. Chelsea, they, they're just too good. And uh, I'd stick with even your Everton's uh, Romelu Lukaku. Keep yeah. him in your team. Although he's got that injury now that's they're not quite sure how long he's going to be out for. So he might have a question mark uh, next to his name. So we have to wait and see. It's all a time thing, isn't it? Yeah, you got to wait till the last before you pull that trigger, eh? <laughs> I'm, I've definitely been uh, guilty of pulling the trigger too soon. Uh, Mo, quickly, um, Liverpool, let's touch on that win for them because I think morale's uh, boosts the morale nicely. And it just shows what Mane does for Jurgen Klopp. He, he gives him a nice, warm, tingly feeling on the inside, doesn't he? No, he absolutely does. And, 
you know, Spurs were just, they were played off the park. They couldn't compete with Liverpool on, on the day. And that's just been Liverpool's season. I mean, when it comes to the top teams, they always perform. But it's those results against the Burnleys and the Bournemouths and, and, and Swansea that they, they usually battle against. And that's why they find themselves not, you know, top of the log. You've got to be consistent and get the results against the big teams and the bottom teams. That's it. Well, we're going to have to leave it there, Mo. We're running out of time. I could talk football all day to you, but uh, remember to check us out, cliffcentral.com, on uh, the Ginger's Perspective, on iTunes, as well as on csduplicy.co.za. And remember to check us out on Twitter at football2plus3 if you want to join the conversation. Mo, your parting words? As always, be champions. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for listening. Remember to send us feedback uh, on our social media platforms and comment even on Facebook uh, on my page. We've got got you covered. We've got the Ginger's Perspective all over the place, as well as Football 2 Plus 3. So football fans, uh, you can have your say whenever you feel like it. You have no excuse now. Check it out on csduplicy.co.za, iTunes, cliffcentral.com, and my Facebook page. Thanks for listening. We'll chat again next time.